There's been more of scientific discovery, more of technical advancement and material progress in your lifetime and mine than in all the ages of history. Hello everyone and welcome to the very first episode of the Recruitment Future podcast. Been working on this a while, very excited to um, uh, finally be able to bring it to you. Um, This is a podcast about recruitment innovation. Um, It's going to be interview-based. I'm going to be talking to some very, very interesting people, um, recruiters, heads of recruitment, um, thought leaders, um, people who are kind of really setting the agenda um, for the future of recruitment and uh, recruitment innovation globally. So that's what the podcast's about. Um, We'll be looking at what companies are doing now that's interesting, innovative, and above all, effective, um, and where people think recruitment's going to go in the future. Um, What are the trends? um, What are the issues? um, What's happening? So, podcast will come out uh, fairly regularly. You can subscribe to it on iTunes. Um, You can also, I'll also be publishing it on SoundCloud um, regularly. Um, And if you go to rfpodcast.com, that's uh, where I'll be publishing the show notes and you'll also find um, an archive of um, all the shows. I'm recording um, a number of interviews for um, forthcoming episodes at the moment, talking to some uh, really interesting people. But for the first episode, I thought I'd go back into the archives and uh, basically republish an interview um, that I did a few months ago. So back in November 2014, um, I uh, had a very interesting conversation with um, Frederick Took from Maersk Drilling. Um, Maersk Drilling, a, com- a company I've admired for a very long time, um, and I think that um, they're genuinely innovative um, in terms of how they've used social media for recruitment, in particularly Facebook. So I wanted to find out a bit more um, about uh, what they'd done, why they'd done it, how they'd done it, um, and the results that they got. So here, once more, if you've not heard it in the past, is my interview with Frederick Took from Maersk Drilling. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another Recruiting Future interview. Um, this time I'm talking to Frederick Took from Maersk Drilling. Uh, Frederick, would, would you like to sort of introduce yourself? Yeah, hi Matt. Uh, yeah, I'm Frederick Tuck. I'm Head of Communication, Marketing and Branding at Maersk Drilling in Copenhagen. And um, I've been working for four years now and uh, we put a lot of efforts in our new recruitment campaigns uh, where we're going to find, attract and recruit 3,000 new people. Yeah, fantastic. Um, there's been a lot of, um, uh, obviously, a lot of uh, talk about your amazing uh, social media, uh, face, Facebook campaigns. Um, can you give us a bit of background into how that how that started? Um, you know, why you were looking for 3,000 people mm-hmm. um, and why you decided that um, Facebook, for example, would be the best place to uh, the best place to do that. Sure. Yeah, it all started basically when our senior management team kicked off the new strategy, a growth strategy in back in 2009 or 10, where they came up with the brilliant idea that we're going to double the size of the company. And in our case, it means that we have to recruit a lot of people. And in the employees we're looking for are not anyone off the street. It's people with the exact right uh, certificates. You have to have the right education and the right experience within offshore drilling, which then posed a big problem because everybody of our competitors are also looking for the exact same uh, competences. Of course, so, yeah. 
Yeah, so I went up actually to the management team and told them we need to get ourselves established then on social media to be able to find these people and attract them. And they were not, uh, I should say, keen on that idea <laughs> at all. <laughs> it was basically, um, it was it was uh, a lot of uh, um, uh, negative um, outcomes on that, you know. And basically, I managed to persuade them anyway, and uh, we got to go ahead to with a startup small. So the first thing we did was to actually uh, ask some of our offshore employees, because 90% of the employees we have are working offshore on an oil uh, drilling rig. So we asked a couple of them, you know, which social media they're using, and everybody said the same thing. It's Facebook. Yeah. So for me, it was natural to go with uh, we wanted to build networks with the stages, the places where we find these people. So then our, we came back and said it's Facebook. And my HR department at that point in time basically went totally nuts and said, no, we have to go with LinkedIn. It's a given, you know. We're recruiting people. We're not going to post uh, party pictures, you know, and find young people on- online. But we convinced them then to to actually kick off these Facebook campaigns. And uh, so we started to build, off, build up our um, Facebook site uh, nice and steady. We haven't been investing a lot of money in, in um, uh, trying to, to uh, b- get people in there. You know, it's organic growth all the way. Uh, so we never focused on how many people are in there. We just focused on uh, getting the right people on board. So we are very keen to make sure that it's people that we actually can recruit that we basically get in there. Okay. Um, and how, how, how have you done that? How have you, um, uh, cause one of the, you know, most striking things about your, um, your Facebook presence is just how, um, how, uh, you know, how many, how many likes you have, how much relevant engagement that you get. What, 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 what was it that you did to, to make sure that you, you, you kind of had that right audience and ultimately to, to, to build such a, um, build such a big audience? Yeah, I would say a couple of important things we did from the start. And uh, one was that we have had a very close uh, relationship with HR. So basically, HR developed their employer value proposition, where uh, we then have taken that one. And whenever we post something onto Facebook, we basically try to illustrate and uh, build up stories around our employer value proposition. For instance, we never posted a job uh, on there. And we think that's a huge difference, because if you think about it, Basically, 10 to 20% of the people are active job seekers. The other 80 to 90% are passive job seekers. And if we were targeting the 10% who are actively looking for a job by posting jobs on there, they would be very keen and happy. But the other 90%, we would never be able to attract them. Yeah. And this is, uh, we do this in two ways. You know, We both try to attract uh, long-term the right people. And short-term, we also have campaigns, which we shoot off together with HR, where they have a need to find someone. So that's one key element in the success, I would say, to okay. all, all the time look at uh, build a long-term relationship with these people through storytelling, not by job posting. Okay. Uh, the second thing is that we put it up as a very strategic initiative, meaning that we got uh, a clear connection to our corporate strategy. And in that way, we could get a buy-in from our senior management team who then sees the value going from where it started, you know, saying, no way we're going to be on Facebook, yeah. to now actually see the value in it, where we deliver a lot of leads. And the feedback we have got from HR um, on the more qualitative side is that they say the quality of the applicants has increased dramatically since we started this on Facebook. Fantastic. So it's much more higher quality of them. And the other funny thing is that when they come into their first interview, 
they, are re they know a lot about mass drilling, which they didn't know before. And they, they always make a reference to say, we saw it on Facebook, you know, or on your website or some other social media where we're present. But there's a clear reference there to that they learn much more about it. They get attracted by the company through the messages we're putting out there on Facebook. But it's because, as I said, it's a strategic initiative, which is really important. And the third factor, I would say, why it's been successful is that we always strive to get quality in there, the right people. Not, we, we have never looked at, as I said before, uh, how many likes we have or anything. It's, it's never been a measurement. The measurement is engagement. Yeah. And the engagement levels we have are between 10 and 18% on each post that we wow. come up with. Yeah, that's amazing. Okay. Fantastic. Fantastic. And it, just when sort of going back to when you got started, um, because you know, obviously I can see now that um, the the Facebook page is well established. It's doing all the things that you um, that you talked about. I love mm -hmm. the fact that you don't post jobs on it. That it's 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 all about yeah. the uh, the company, the storytelling, and um, you know, um, uh, people in the right audience kind of sharing um, you know sharing the content. But h how did you initially start it? Did you um, did you sort of use pay for advertising? Did you take it to your own employees how did you how did you get things how did you kind of get the ball rolling with the with the with the pages audience yeah, we, we did actually uh, a couple of things there uh, one was that we asked all our employees to actually go in and like the page and okay. uh, and also share it with their friends because in our industry when people have been working here for 20 30 years they've been around to a couple of employers and that means that they know a lot of people at our uh, competitors which means that that's the perfect way to connect. If someone of your old mates recommend another company, you listen to it rather than if you see an ad, you know, paid ad. So that was one of the strategies where we asked our employees to help out, which they did. Okay, fantastic. It was fantastic. And uh, in, for the start, we actually had some paid advertisements on uh, Facebook to actually attract people within the offshore industry. But they were extremely targeted yeah. towards, uh, first of all, the, the places where we know people live and work in the offshore industry, like Houston in, in Texas, Stavanger in Norway, and Aberdeen in Scotland, which is like offshore cities. So we had yeah. very targeted ads. So we don't have these you know, 10,000 Chinese people because we have no business and very few people know about offshore drilling, for instance, in China or other places. So we don't, we have really targeted. And if you look at what... Um, where we have our presence now, it's clear, and it's also a very qualitative measure we use to say, where are we present? And the top 10 cities are the cities where we actually have business and where the people that we want to attract are located. Fantastic. So you measure, um, you know, you, you measure the quality of your audience, and part of that is making sure that um, they, you know, they're literally in the right location for your, um, you know, for your business, business strategy and, and recruitment needs. Exactly. Cool. Another funny fact with uh, speaking of statistics, you know, the, the interesting thing is that you can get so much statistics out of this. So one thing we discovered was that for a while we had almost 15% of our fans on Facebook were women. Oh, okay. And given, given that we only have 1% offshore workers are women, yeah. it's like a very interesting fact. But it turns out, you know, that it's the wives and the sisters and the daughters of our employees. Right, okay. 
But the, the interesting thing from a recruitment angle is that all of a sudden we have another target group, which yeah, we was a barrel before. Yeah. And we yeah. do get this, uh, this uh, odd uh, email saying, you know, my husband is looking for a new job or here is CV, please have a look. Mm. So it is actually a target group where we have talked about now to create actually Facebook groups uh, of the offshore wives okay. uh, or whatever you want to call them. It's an interesting angle. Yeah. And that came across only because you had these statistics and could read out of it. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course, absolutely. Um, and you, um, what, in terms of the results, you, you mentioned sort of a few things, the quality of people coming through, the uh, people mentioning the Facebook page in their first interview being more, uh, you know, much more informed about the about the company. Um, are there any stats you can share around that? Or is there is there anything um, that you could sort of, anything else that you can you can tell us about how, how well it's worked? Yes, uh, both on the on the lo- uh, long term strategy, we sh- we see now that we we measure how many people comes in from Facebook or LinkedIn directly to a recruitment page on our website because okay. that's why they have to make the application. Okay. So that's uh, we, and we can see there that there are roughly fifteen to twenty percent of the people who comes goes directly from Facebook or LinkedIn into actually apply for a job. They don't only come into the website. We measure it. Very, very strict. So we measure it as if they have applied for a job even. Yeah, okay. So that means that we have increased uh, both the number and the quality of the people who comes in there. But on the other side, it's also interesting that we launched campaigns where HR has come to, now, to us a couple of times and said, you know, we tried everything. We are looking for two very experienced people in Houston, for instance. And then they say, we don't know what to do. We can't find them. And we then come up with the suggestion to make a Facebook campaign, which is directed and for a job position. Uh, but what we do is that uh, then we launch a campaign targeted to the people they're looking for in a specific area. In this case, Houston. We've done the same for Singapore. And now we do it in Norway. Uh, but then we launch campaign. And in Houston, uh, they regularly, they normally get around 90 to 100 applicants, uh, given that they have X number of job postings out. Yeah. And when we did this for a month, uh, they got 700 applications. And people then come back to me and say, yeah, but that's only volume, you know, that's not yeah. interesting. Yeah. But the thing is that they found the two guys they were looking for, which they hadn't found before. Yeah. And the investment was uh, 200 quid for us. Fantastic, fantastic. And I think, you know, in, a, in an industry like, um, you know, like yours, if you're driving uh, more applications and the, 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 the quality is, go- is good, I can't see why that's a... Uh, why, why that's a problem when it's um, so no. difficult to recruit the people that you that you need? Exactly. Um, fantastic. And you've um, you've been winning uh, winning awards for, for for this work, or you've been nominated for awards for this work. Can you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, both. We uh, last year we won actually the Danish Internet Awards for best B two B communication, cool. based on uh, this uh, digital presence that we have built up. And uh, now we're nominated for the European Internet Awards in three categories. It's uh, the best recruitment campaign online, uh, the best um, uh, community presence, and uh, the best internet strategy or online strategy should be. Sorry. Fantastic, and that's and that's across all of B two B, not not just recruitment. Correct. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, and they're up against you know Coca Cola and uh, all the other big uh, brands, uh, consumer brands as well. So it's going to be re- really interesting, and we get to know uh, by the end of. Uh, September. Oh, brilliant! Well, very, very good luck with with that, and I hope it. Um, I hope it works out uh, really well for you. Um, uh, final question: um, Where? What's next? Where? Where are you? Uh, where are you sort of going with this? Um, with you going with this now? Is there? Are there more of the same, or have you got some more sort of initiatives that you're that you're looking at in the social space? 
Yes, we, we have two major initiatives we're looking at to take this to the next level. Uh, first one is mobility to go mobile. Uh, okay. We see um, uh, that mobile recruitment is happening really fast, and people are on the mobile all the time. You just look around you when you sit in the bus or wait at the train or whatever. Everybody's on mobile, and you need to capture them in this space where they have available time, a couple of minutes, and make it easy for them to actually apply for a job. Uh, I was invited to a meeting by LinkedIn in their head office in April, and uh, at that point in time, uh, they said that 41% of their visitors came on a mobile. By the end of this year, they predict it will be above 50%. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Absolutely. it's amazing growth there, and we see the same. So we have actually launched uh, our first mobile application, but that's for internal use. Okay. Uh, because in a big organization like ours, we need to establish uh, routines and organizations within IT mm. and connect all, everybody with HR and so forth to be able to build this up. So we started in, on a small scale to learn internally. Okay. But then, the next big step is probably go out with uh, mobile recruitment and, and drive that. Fantastic. And the second thing that we see coming very big, which we also have tested, is uh, big data analysis. Okay. Uh, we actually did a project, a uh, proof of concept, together with Microsoft here in Denmark, where um, they uh, developed a big data model based on the uh, input and the facts from our Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter accounts. Okay. And it's amazing what type of conclusions and analysis you could draw from this material, just based on a very, for this uh, product, kind of simple model. Yeah. yeah. So we're taking that to the next level and uh, going to launch uh, something new there to make analysis where you can then predict, you know, where do we find the right resources, which cities are they located in and so forth. Fantastic. That sounds yeah. uh, that sounds that sounds great. So I'm um, gonna be um, it's gonna be a busy rest of year for you then. Oh yeah, fantastic. But it's uh, it's really uh, interesting. It's fantastic, and so many things happening all the time. So, and we can see the results. The, the, we have always said, you know, that if we can see the results and it's measurable, then everybody's gonna say that it's working. So now we come there internally. You now people in the management team even admit now saying that yeah, it is working. Fantastic. That, that's brilliant. I mean, I think um, as I've as I've said in my blogs before, I think what you're doing is um, is, is excellent, and I think there's yeah, a um, there's, there's a brilliant blueprint there for uh, other employers to sort of take a look at and um, maybe rethink how they're how they're doing social. So, um, thank you very much for, uh, for for talking to me, Frederick. Thank thank you, Matt, and great talking to you. Thank you. Thanks very much for listening to this episode of the Recruiting Future podcast. Um, you can find the show notes at rfpodcast.com um, as well as details of future episodes. Also, uh, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Thanks very much for listening. This is my show.